So I've been doing a lot of like thinking and meditating and praying and, you know, balancing the chakras and balancing my emotions and stuff like that. Because I had like a huge, you know, life event that changed a lot of things inside of me, you know, moving from Georgia to another city and state, you know, being in a, um, a relationship that was not good for me and then getting out of that and then deciding to stay here in North Carolina. Um, it just, it brought up a lot of negative emotions and thoughts and scary feelings and things like that, which I don't have a problem admitting to because why not? I mean, we're all human. We all go through it. A lot of people just try to pretend like everything is great in their life and there's no issues and they hold it all inside until they implode. And I'm not trying to do that. So this podcast is my way of letting out, you know, thoughts or or, uh, whatever to help, you know, maybe help someone else, help myself, just heal because we all have to heal, especially African-Americans. Like, I don't care how you grew up. There's a lot of damage that's done, you know, and sent in our direction. And some of it that we take on and we take it to heart and we take it personally and it changes us. Seeing our brothers and sisters dying and being hurt and us killing one another and all the kind of stuff that we're doing, it affects you. And if it doesn't, I find that odd. (laughs) But hey, do you. I mean, if you don't care, you just don't care. But I mean, you know, and I know to a certain extent. You can care, but you try not to maybe attach yourself to it too much because when you do, it just destroys you from the inside out. It does because you start to not trust people. You don't trust the world. You don't trust where you're going. You're afraid to go out. I hear it all the time. People are like, oh, can't go to the movies no more because they shoot up at the movies. Can't go to this because they do this. You can't go here. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe not in those specific places where it happened, but Maybe don't, you know, attach that to everything, everywhere, all the time, because that's just not the case. And all this stuff that's happening and all this, you know, it's a way to get us to, you're either going to do one of two things. You're going to stop trusting and you're going to shut down and become a hermit and be miserable inside, even if you don't let people know it, where you're going to live a mundane, you know, life and existence that doesn't experiment doesn't go outside the city where you were born there really are some people who have not traveled they've never been anywhere except for where they were born I mean and that's okay if that's what they want but I just find it hard to live um, for me to live completely from one place I need to explore I need to see things meet other people etc etc which is one of the reasons deep down inside why I wanted to leave Atlanta because I was just tired of the same streets, the same signs, the same people when I go out. Like, I'm like, damn it, I want to see some new people. I want to have some new experiences. I want to, you know, be somewhere that's uh, a little bit slower with a little less expectation. And I found that here in North Carolina, in Charlotte. So, you know, I'm fine. I'm, and I'm slowly finding my way. I'm slowly finding my way out in places and doing things and meeting people and experiencing the city, uh, Queen City. And it's, it's definitely an adventure. 
I've had my highs and lows. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's I find your guru. That's my suggestion. Um I've had a lot of people come to me and ask me for advice for this, that, or the other. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe they look at me on the outside and think I have it all together. Um, and I won't say that I don't, because I usually always know, even when I'm headed in the wrong direction, I know, and then I bring myself back. Um, because we all do it. You know, We all make decisions and choices that take us off our path, and then we have to find our way back. Um, but I'm, you know, I've realized over time that the more you allow things and people to veer you from your path, the longer it takes to get back on your path, the older you get. <laughs> so if you're young and you're listening to this, just take my advice and live your life the way you see living your life, because it's the only way you're going to be happy and find your guru. And what I mean by that is someone that you don't mind listening to, whether it's a friend, an auntie, grandma, cousin, nephew, your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your lover, your mother, whatever, Uh, or one of the ones online, like on YouTube, there's thousands of them. There's Wayne Dyer, Florence Scovel Shin, uh, Abraham Hicks, Tony, uh, what's his name, Robbins. Deepak Chopra, Ayanla Van Dant. I mean, there is a plethora of people from TED Talks to whatever, Mind Valley to Gaia, where you can find someone that you resonate with that you don't mind listening to um, because they're impartial. That's the beauty of it. They're speaking in a generally, they're not trying to tell you what to do. They're just talking and making suggestions and they're giving lectures on on how they had you know there are people who I won't say have more information I'll just say they've tapped in to the information more so than someone else and I say that because we are all source energy we all come from source so we all have the same power that source does I think we've just gotten away from it for so long we don't believe it we don't think that we can move mountains or do the things that we want to do and then there's the involvement of so many other people in the world and their thoughts and their mishaps and misfortunes you know interfering with yours so then you you lose faith and you forget who you are and you forget your goals and you forget how powerful you are so my guru and I've listened to all of them. And I still will listen to certain things. Like I still listen to the Tao Te Ching. Um, Florence Scovel Shin, The Game of Life. I'll play that every now and then because I just love it. But my main guru that I focus on, that I, that resonates with me, that I can understand where she's coming from and what she's saying. And it actually, uh, I, find, I find or found that it's easy to apply her principles to my life is Abraham Hicks. She's one of my faves. Um, I've listened to her for years, but then I forgot about her for a while. And I was listening to all these other people. And then she started coming back up in my um, in my feed. And then one of my best friends listens to her all the time too. And so I started listening to her again. 
And I was just like, wow. I wonder how far I would have been if I had continued to listen to her consistently when I first heard her years ago. And I think initially when I first heard her years ago, I didn't understand. I didn't understand who Esther was. I was like, who the heck is Esther? But then I remember this book I read called Emmanuel. Emmanuel's book. It's a powerful book. I read this when I was a teenager. And I would say, oh my gosh, I had my mind um, set and I was focused. I had a razor sharp focus, of course, when I was younger. I was faster and I was more fit and I just felt like, you know, I could take on the world. And I noticed, and I'm glad that I have that as a reference because when I need to pull from a certain feeling, you know, you got to conjure up that feeling of happiness because, huh, you'll find this out the hard way sometimes, or maybe not. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll take it from me or you'll hear it again somewhere and take it from them. But you have to find happiness first. You have to find it within yourself, well it up in yourself, like develop the happiness, the happy feeling, the happy thoughts, the happy desires. All of that has to happen first before the happiness comes. And it seemed so ass backward for a while. And then I was like, oh, okay. Well, that kind of makes sense. If you're, you're asking someone for something, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's say, a parent even though we know we can sometimes parents give in to our bad behavior but ideally if you go to your parent and you're crying and screaming about wanting something you don't get it but if you behave properly you know in the eyes of your mother or your parent or whatever and then you go ask it comes easily because you're already there, you're already, you've already been in this good feeling place and behaving well and, and, and doing the right things. So then it comes to you easily. And it's like that in life. When you're behaving the way, you know, the way you're supposed to, which is just being positive, not being so hard on yourself, um, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, just waking up being grateful, then I imagine that's what that is. Things come to you easily when you ask for it. I mean, haven't you noticed that? Because I had to use being, you know, when I was in my 20s as a reference. And I was like, okay, what was I doing then that was attracting so much to my vortex? Because it was like everything that I went out for. I mean, I didn't get every audition. Um, I used to model. And, um, and hosting was my thing as well. But I didn't get every audition that I went out for. I didn't, you know, but I didn't care because it was the journey that I was on. I was having so much fun on the journey, doing what I wanted to be doing. I felt free. I felt like, honestly, like I could take on the world. And then when you start having children, you become (laughs) a responsible parent and you can't go do those things that you want to do. You have to put your dreams aside. And I had to do that with two children who are eight years apart. And then you wake up and you're like, oh my God, where did the time go? I have an 18 year old who's now getting ready to leave and go to the service. So literally the last 18 years of my life, I spent just doing what I had to do, 
and what was necessary, what was needed to raise those kids. I didn't really get to satisfy myself much. And it's not a complaint because I had the children, they're mine, I love them and I wouldn't trade them for anything. I wouldn't trade their, the experience with them for anything. So then my son goes off to the military and now I'm an empty nester. I'm faced with myself. Like, okay, now what do you want? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do? So it looks weird on the outside looking in because I'm 52 years old and I'm getting back into hosting. I'm getting back into the entertainment industry. I'm getting back into the things that I love. I'm, you know, and I wanted to try a few things that I had thought about along my journey. Like I wanted to paint hats. I did that. I wanted to try to create my t-shirt line. I did that. Um, a clothing line. I did that. Tarot cards. I did that. I wrote a book, published it, did that. The book and the tarot cards are still in existence. The clothing line is still in existence. It's a Canadian line that people can shop, you know, online. So I did those, you know, a lot of experimental things. Oh, and I um, created an eyeglass collection. I did that. It was called Pop Vision. I did that for a while. And um, then I just decided, okay, these are the things I'm going to stick with. So I'm sticking with this, the podcast. My tarot deck and the book and of course part of the podcast is working on comedy so they go hand in hand eventually I'll make my way to the stage I'm working on you know um, my stand-up but anyway the whole point of this podcast um, or this particular episode is just to say, find your guru. It's okay to listen to somebody else um, outside of yourself. They don't have to know you. And if they don't, that's even better because it's an impartial opinion. You don't always need to hear from people that think they know you because then you might be given the wrong advice because it could be coming from a place of envy, jealousy, or I don't know, a lack of understanding from that person to you. And when I listen to Abraham Hicks and people like that, Wayne Dyer and whatever, they're just being general. They're not, they don't know you. They don't know anybody in the audience. They're just telling it like it is from their perspective. And if you think that you can't do that, you can. Because it's the same thing when you go to the doctor. That doctor doesn't know you. That doctor doesn't know you from six other people who just came into his or her office. And they're trying to diagnose you based off of not knowing you, the truth that you told them, barring that you told them the truth, because come on, everybody holds back from their doctor. (laughs) So when you hold back from people, how can they give you the right information? Because they can only base it off of the half truth. It's a lot of shit we do in life that's just dumb. (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of true with anything. How can anybody speak to you or help you if you're not going to give them the full truth of what it is you're going through? So even better, even more of a reason to go find your guru. Find someone online that you don't mind listening to and work it out because you have to go within. You know, you have to go within. You can listen to a preacher, pastor, 
whoever, the gurus, you can listen to all these people. But if you don't actually do the inner work and apply principles within yourself to be better, to be stronger, more balanced, it's not going to stick. You have to decide that this is what you want to do for yourself to be happy, to be a more balanced person, to be whatever. So, yeah, go to YouTube. And I don't know, if you if you hear this and it resonates with you, send me a message and let me know who your guru is, who you, who you chose to listen to. Um, I'm excited, though. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me because I get it. And things are about to start opening up. So, anyway, I hope this helps. And thanks for listening to the Boxing Stella podcast. Season 11, seriously funny. <laughs>